0: Again, schoolofpodcasting.com slash launch.
1: Today on episode 48 of the podcast review show, we're talking podcast introductions. We always talk about how the introduction of your show should set up the entire episode. Today, uh, we're going back to review the updated introduction of the Gospel, Light, and Truth Hour. We uh, reviewed that show a few months back. We're going to review it again, and we'll listen to the introductions of a few other shows we check out on a weekly basis. As all this week on the podcast review show. Thicken up your skin and get ready for a supersized serving of opinion. Delivering constructive criticism and powerful praise, it's the Podcast Review Show. This is the podcast that takes the guesswork out of first-time impressions. You'll discover new podcasts while learning podcasting tips. Join in on the conversation via voicemail, email, comments, and polls. It's all at our website, podcastreviewshow.com.
0: Welcome back to another episode of the podcast review show. I'm Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And this is where we take your content. We help you find the best things about them and help you tweak those things that maybe need, well, a little tweaking and uh, joining me as always the one, the only Eric K. Johnson, Mr. Podcast talent coach
1: himself. How's it going, Eric? It is going fantastic, Dave. Glad to be here for another episode of the podcast review show. Today we're talking about introductions, show introductions and how they set up each and every episode for you and let the audience know what they can expect in this episode.
0: Yeah, and we got a, uh, an email from our buddy Tony Keaton from the uh, Gospel Light Truth Hour, and he's revamped his show after being on this show and just wanted our input on his new intro, so we're going to play it, and uh, we'll see what you think. Here we go. Bonsoir, je m'appelle Anna-Isabelle. On en direct de Gospel Light Intro Corsair.
2: The Gospel Light and Truth Crusade is a podcast of our ministry, which you can find at www.gospellightandtruthcrusade.com and is hosted by Christian evangelist, author, and GLTC founder, Tony Keaton. The program attempts to strengthen and edify the body of Christ by combating false doctrines and errant teachings that have corrupted the simple faith of the work of Jesus. We also look at contemporary issues from a biblical perspective as well as prophetic events and prove that the Bible holds the key to our past, present, and future. By giving you good, sound Bible doctrine and good, sound Bible teaching, the Gospel, Light, and Truth Crusade helps you to make good, sound decisions for yourself and your family. Welcome to the Gospel, Light, and Truth Crusade. I'm your host, Tony Keaton. As most or many of you know, Islamist terrorists stormed the Paris office of the satirical newspaper, Charlie.
0: And the cool thing about that is one of the things we had told Tony before that I think he'd taken, it was a quite a bit of while to actually get to the Bible part of his his show, and it seemed like that was going to be the focus, and it took him about 20 minutes to get some some actual scripture, and we can hear right there, right after the intro, he's jumping right into the topic. Uh, what were your thoughts on the intro?
1: Well, when we interviewed and, uh, reviewed Tony's show a couple months back, uh, we really weren't sure on the name of the show because Tony was in this transition phase where it was the, the gospel light and truth crusade and the gospel light and truth hour. Um, but he, his website was also the still man and, uh, these lost days were also part of that. And it really got confusing what he was trying to call the show. And he kind of waded his way into the information um, back a few months ago when we listened to his show. And we encouraged Tony to tighten it up a little bit. When we listen to the show, we want you to hit us right from the get-go and let us know what you're talking about and what we can expect in each and every episode, even if we're brand new to the show. And and this particular introduction, I love the fact that he steps right out. He talks about the, the show title being The Gospel, Light, and Truth Crusade. He talks about him and and one thing I encouraged Tony to do when we talked to him last time is really to provide his credentials, um, so we know why we should be listening to what Tony has to say. And he did that right up front, where he talked to, about uh, founding the Gospel Light and Truth Crusade and his ministry and that whole thing and the purpose of the show being to strengthen and edify the body of Christ and through good sound Bible doctrine and teachings and right in that in that encapsulated. 90 seconds of an intro, we know exactly what's coming at us. And then Tony jumps headfirst right into it, uh, right with the content. And I thought this was uh, 300% better than the introduction we listened to the first go-around. I love the changes that he made.
0: Yeah, I'm sitting here. I can't remember what he said, but I remember the end of that. He explained how you're going to benefit, like what you can use with the information. I'm sitting here drawing a blank, but it was something where I was like, okay, cool. And this is how you're going to, to benefit. It's weird because I have two hats that I can wear here because I'm with you. I liked it. I, the, the music was cool. It came in. If I put on my my podcast review show hat, though, where I'm going to kind of tweak now, and I didn't notice it the first couple of times I listened to it, and now I'm sitting in a quiet room with my headphones on. So nine times out of 10, I am not going to notice this in the car. He needs a pop filter. Oh, yeah. When he says podcast review, and there was something else that I'm like, you know, that would be an easy fix. Um. I was going to ask your opinion. What is your opinion of having the host be the voice on the intro? Again, we're, we're slicing really thin and it, it doesn't really matter. I think at the end, but do you have a preference? Do you,
1: I think it's all style. You know, if you want your show to have more pizzazz and showbiz about it, the, the big produced intro makes a lot of sense. Um, if you're trying to make it personal, and really intimate, uh, I think it makes sense for the host to do the introduction. Mm -hmm. Um, If if you're going to do the introduction, you should probably do the introduction live every time. You shouldn't create a recorded introduction of your voice and then try and come in after that because then it's going to sound hokey. The, the, The voice, the timbre of the voice isn't going to match. So if you're going to do your own introduction, you should probably do it live. And I believe Tony does it there Mm -hmm. um, because that introduction, we listened to the beginning of two different episodes and the, and the introductions are scripted the same, um, but sound a little bit different in the delivery. So I believe Tony's doing it live. If not, he does a great job matching it to his voice.
0: Yeah. And that's really, if we look at uh, Dave Ramsey, you know, they, they start the music and he kind of comes in and says his little spiel. I I haven't listened to Dave in a while, but it's always the same intro and it's, got the music and doing the day
1: live from financial peace plaza or yeah, it's actually changed the name of his building now, but it's something like that. It's the Dave Ramsey show. Yeah. And yeah, he does the entire intro and there are radio guys that do that. And there are other guys that have a big produced intro. Rush Limbaugh has got a produced intro, you know, it's, it's, it's just a personal taste.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So kudos to Tony for, uh, you know, steering things in the right direction. I was looking at his website as well and he seemed to kind of, cut back on some of the content. I remember last time he had a, a ton of uh, menus at the top and he seemed to scale back a little bit. So he said he's been, you know, implementing some of the changes. So uh, it'd be fun to, uh, to watch.
1: One other thing I liked about Tony's content on that particular episode there, he was talking about the bombings in Paris and he comes right out at the beginning. I think there's the third sentence in, he says, uh, what I'm going to give you is what you don't get on the news. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you you now have a reason to listen to this particular episode. I mean, if he just started talking about there was a bombing uh, or a shooting in, in Paris at the newspaper and starts rehashing the details of it, people who are listening are going to say, well, I've already heard this story. I already know what happens. I know how it ends. And And there's no real reason to listen to that. Tony tells you exactly why his take on it is completely different from anything else you've heard
0: the other thing that, that when I noticed it, I was like, that was, that was well done. And it's, it's kind of obvious, but you know, we always like to have some energy and, and, you know, kind of work on your tone and your flow. And we didn't hear Tony going, Hey, this week we're going to talk about the, you know, the and free." <laughs> yeah. Right. I wasn't trying to be upbeat. He was like, okay, obviously at this time you've heard, you know, and I just thought that, you know, that that's cool. It wasn't uh he wasn't worried about, you know, the, the difference between the intro and the outro. Cause what, as soon as you hear what he's talking about, you understand why he's in that tone of voice. So uh,
1: the one thing I love about Tony's show is he's passionate about what he's talking about. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, if you're into uh, the gospel light and truth crusade and you want to hear what Tony has, th- there's one guy that's absolutely passionate about his content. And that's the one thing I love most about his show.
0: So we do have a couple other intros that, uh, we thought we would play and, uh, Eric, I know you listen to uh, Dan Miller's 48 Days to the Work You Love.
1: I do. I listen to that each week. Uh, the thing I love about Dan's introduction is, you know, Dan sets up the entire 48-minute podcast in about two minutes, and you know exactly what's coming on the show. It's kind of like the introduction to uh, to to David Letterman or to uh, Jimmy Fallon, you know, at the beginning. and They tell you the guests that are going to be on the show and the, the musical talent and the, you know bag of listener letters and that sort of thing this this is what uh dan does at the beginning of his show now he's got a client mentioned at the beginning there he kind of works his way into that uh and then he just lays out exactly what's coming on the show on the episode
0: and the other thing i i should probably mention because a lot of people are going to hear this and go hey how is he doing that and that is uh dan i believe is he still using taking care of business i haven't listened yes to- he oh, is <laughs> I, I actually, one of the cool things about uh, last year's new media expo was I got to talk to Dan Miller and I had him in the hallway and I said, I got to ask you a question. He's like, what I said? How did you get taking care of business as your theme song? He said it took him about nine months.
1: He went back and forth with Sony. because yeah. Sony owns the copyright yeah. uh, to BTO music and their publishing. And when he reached out to them and said, I want to use it in a podcast, they had no idea what he was talking about. Yeah. So and they, they thought he wanted to play the full song once. And he's like, Oh no, he explained what the podcast was. And then it was just, hey, I just want to use 45 seconds at the beginning and 30 at the end. Yeah. And was, he went round and round with them.
0: So if, if you're hearing this thinking, Hey, it's safe to play licensed music," No, he actually went through all the, the uh, hurdles and everything else to, uh, get I, that. I,
1: I think Dan said at one time, they actually just said, go ahead and use it. And he said, no, no, yeah. I need something in writing. Yeah, not, we're not just going to go go ahead and use it. And so he thought he was going to write a check for thousands of dollars, and it ended up being chump change. Yeah, I think he but said he, it was
0: ninety nine bucks a year.
1: Yeah, it's like just write me a check and we'll call it good. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, but
1: he wanted to pay them, so it's all legit, and that's how he gets to use it.
0: There you go. Well, speaking of that opening, here it is. Do you love your work? Do you think it's possible? Well, you're about to find out. It's time for 48 Days to the Work You Love with Dan Miller on the 48 Days Online Radio Show. Whether you need a professional tune-up or a work overhaul, this is the program for
3: you. Now, here's your host, Dan Miller. Can you believe that almost half, well, actually, half of the first month of a new year is already gone? Goodness me, we are we talking about 2016 in a blink of an eye? Well, hey, Dan Miller here. We're going to be talking about things we can do this year. Yeah, we got some time left yet, 2015, but boy, are the days clicking by. Those goals you set for your best year ever, are you on track? You know, I'm doing some things right here in the first of the month, and it's exciting to to be doing those new things. I'll share a couple of those But uh, the days are clicking by quickly. Hey, we're going to be talking today about how rich are you? You know, what do you think about when you think about somebody being rich? Well, I got some interesting ideas that we'll share about that. One of our sponsors today is Casper. Now, you've heard me talk about him a little while back, and we're having a lot of fun with that. I'm going to be telling you about our own experience with Casper Mattress And tell you how you can get $50 off any mattress purchase. You know, it's just one of those things that makes your life good. When when I talk about being rich, you know, we're going to talk about things other than just how much money you've got in the bank. And I mean, where you sleep at night, how you sleep, that's part of being rich. Golly. Well, we have a Casper mattress. You can get $50 off your own purchase on that by visiting caspersleep.com slash 48 days. And then if you use the promo code 48 days, you're going to get free shipping and some other goodies. I'll tell you about in a little bit. How rich are you? I'm going to tell you six habits of the rich. I'm going to talk about why being a homeless college student is a bad sign. Someone once says, Dan, my husband has had four jobs in 18 months. Now listener says, I feel very attacked by Satan. Someone wants to know, should my blog be for-profit or non-profit? And then somebody says, Dan, your books and podcasts have ruined me. Well, we'll have some fun looking at all those issues and more.
0: All right, so I've always liked that intro. It's, uh, you know, you've got the whole, how can you go wrong with Bachman-Turner Overdrive, of course. and uh, Exactly. A lot of energy, right to the point. You know what to expect. Uh, And then uh, the thing I liked about, you, you mentioned the fact that he threw in a little sponsor there here again it's a tip for me i always say if you're gonna have a sponsor use them and so when he starts talking about how he's used his sponsor i'm like okay he's talking from from firsthand knowledge here and um i thought that was kind of a nice touch
1: dan doesn't have too many sponsors in his show um harry's razors he does you know but it's usually stuff that he's used for a long time has fallen in love with and then uh secures them as a, as a sponsor for his show. He's not going out, uh, he's not using, uh, the, uh, you know, like a carjacking device that he doesn't use <laughs> or, or identity theft protection that he doesn't use or anything like that. It's stuff that he, he uses and he absolutely loves. And there's only a few of them in his show and he does them quite naturally when he does it. It's not a scripted sort of commercial. Um, the thing I love about his open is the fact that he lays out the the emails that he's going to answer, um, but he doesn't answer them right up front. You know, he doesn't say uh, uh, Mary wants to know if I should uh, quit my job and, and find something I love. And well, absolutely, you should, Mary. We'll talk about it. Well, now you just answered the question. He doesn't do a lot of that. Um, he teases it quite well, and then gets into it. The one the one trouble part I have with Dan's show occasionally is that he'll overpromise at the beginning. He'll say, "This week we're going to talk about these six, these six uh, questions," and then he'll run out of time because he'll find one that he just absolutely loves, and he'll go on. and He limits his show to forty eight minutes because forty eight's just Dan's deal. It's forty eight days to the yeah, it's forty eight days to the work you love, and and everything's forty eight with Dan. So his show is forty eight minutes, and so he'll occasionally start pushing that forty eight minute mark and hasn't been able to get to question number six yet. And I uh, will have to save that till next week. Uh, nice little tease. But sometimes if that's the one you were <laughs> listening for and he doesn't quite get to it, it, urgh, yeah. yeah, now, now I got to wait till next week. So <laughs> um, well, but that, I uh, like I like how succinct his open is.
0: Yeah, I also liked, um the use of just his questions. You know, what do you think about when you hear about being rich? And, you know, so he, he got the audience thinking about it. And then you kind of like, yes. well, I want to know what he thinks about when he says So you're you're taking notes and you know Dan's got notes. So you're kind of mentally getting ready to to play a game of fish. All right, here's my cards. What do you think? Kind of thing.
1: (laughs) One thing that I would highly recommend you do not do, and I hear podcasters do this all the time, they give that intro right there and then they'll say, so if that doesn't interest you, you can just come back next week. And I think, why would you, if you have any inclination that it's not going to interest your audience, you probably haven't done enough show prep. You don't have content that's solid enough. Go back and rework it and come back with some great content. Don't tell me, yeah, if that bores you, just come on back and try it again next week. You know, because believe me, if it bores them, they're going to leave. You don't need to give them permission to leave, they're already gone. You don't have to say, you know what? It's okay to turn off your television. If they don't want to watch something, they're turning their television off. They don't wait for the news to give them permission to go to bed. They probably hit stop halfway through that sentence. And if it bores <laughs> you. right. Honey, I can't go to bed yet. The news hasn't said I can. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to tell me it's okay. Like, don't do that.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite people on the planet is uh, – Reverend Ken Blanchard uh black man with a gun he is uh if you ever get a chance to talk to him you will walk away uh laughing he's uh he's just a character he really is and, and
1: you know what he's such a great person deep down inside yeah he's he's just always always about
0: helping people uh can we take a 10 se- 10 second tangent
1: we surely can
0: he uh he actually through his podcast uh helped somebody not commit suicide
1: when I we, heard him tell that story. Yeah,
0: I was like, whoa, that's insane. So he's uh, he's a special kind of guy. And uh, so uh, you have picked his
1: his intro here. Didn't he tell that story last year at New Media Expo? Yeah,
0: because I there, told him to, basically. Did you? <laughs>
1: yeah, he didn't say it. I'm like, dude, wait, you got another better story. <laughs> he's an amazing guy. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Black Man with a Gun show is a uh, pro-gun uh, show. Um, talks about the uh, Constitution a lot and uh, a lot about politics and how um, you have the First Amendment. And uh, it's 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 a show that will open your eyes, regardless of the side of the aisle that you're on. He makes you think, which is what I love about Ken's show. Um, but let's take a listen to his open, and then we can talk about the introduction and how this sets up everything he's going to talk about on
4: this particular episode. You've survived another week. Thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the Black Man with a Gun Show. This is episode 410, and today I got a conversation with Carl Palladino on politics, education, gun rights, from his own point of view. Who's Carl Palladino? You're going to hear from him here. Also, celebrating Martin Luther King Jr., his birthdays today, talking about dreamers, and I got a dream, not the speech, a real one, and you can help me with it. I'll tell you about that after this. Boom, 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 boom. This is the Black Man with the Gun Show. Pro-gun podcast. And I'm your host, Ken Blanchard. All right, a couple of days ago, I wasn't feeling so hot. I was feeling a little down on myself. But luckily, I got you. Yeah, friends like you make anything seem better. One of my friends sent me a book or two, got a couple of calls from another. Some others pla- prayed for me. And somebody else sent me a cake, which I'm still smacking on right now. I'm telling you, you make the world go around, at least my world. Thank you for listening, downloading and subscribing to the Black Man with a Gun Show. After John Wayne leads us in the Pledge of Allegiance, we're going to talk a little bit about Martin Luther King, not at length, but just from my perspective. All right.
1: That's the that, I'm smiling already. He's awesome. The thing I love about uh, about his intro is that he makes his intro about you. He starts off, he comes out of that um, recorded blues riff, and he starts talking about a story about how he's been feeling down. You know, and then all of a sudden, that mirror turns around, and it's all about you. You've sent, you know, I've had listeners send me a book and a cake, and and all of this, and that's what it's all about. You make the world go around, and he, without you even realizing it, he's just turned that camera around and pointed it straight at you, and he's now made his story about you. And uh, we're going to talk about Martin Luther King today, and he gets right into it. And I just his his intro is succinct. It's upbeat. He uses a a unique way to introduce the show with that blues riff. So he's doing his own introduction, uh, but he's doing it in a different sort of way. You know, he's doing it an old blues style way. It could be recorded, you know, because it's got some reverb on it. Um, But he does it in a way where his voice on that recorded intro doesn't need to match his regular voice because it's different when he walks right into it. And um, he talks about having a dream. And uh even though, you know, it's not Martin Luther King's speech dream, but he has a dream. And uh uh on a side note, if you have five dollars to spare, uh head on over to uh Black Man with a Gun Show and take a listen to this episode because uh he's trying to launch something new. He's got a little um uh Indiegogo campaign going on, and he's just looking for a small five dollar donation. If you could help him launch his new uh endeavor. Uh he would truly appreciate it. And he's a great man and and he deserves to be supported in that way.
0: Yeah, I uh I just to me, number one, you can't go wrong with John Lee Hooker. I mean <laughs> I'm wait I was waiting for Ken to bust into a <laughs> how, how, how
3: anytime.
0: <laughs> <now>.
1: <laughs> oh, wait, I got another treat for you coming up, though.
0: Okay. And uh he's always got he just has a unique nobody talks like Ken. He's a very unique guy. So when he said, I I still got this cake that I'm smacking on, you know, I'm like, who says smacking on cake? Ken does. (laughs) So it made me smile, made me, uh, you know, he's uh, he's just a cool guy. He's one of my uh, favorite guys. So uh, you also pulled a clip of his uh, his ending.
1: Yeah. But one thing about Ken's delivery, Mm -hmm. there are times where I want Ken to be a little more upbeat and, you know, he's a little too melancholy at times. Mm. Um. But that's how Ken is. Ken's a very peaceful soul. And so when he delivers his content, even when he's firing brimstone and and preaching gun rights, Mm -hmm. um, he'll get fired up occasionally. And and when he does, it really means something because he rarely gets that fired up. So, you know, it's like when you yell at your kids all the time, they they eventually stop listening. Right. But if you yell at them rarely, when you do yell at them, it's very powerful. (laughs) They're like, whoa. Yeah, and that's Ken. Ken's delivery just kind of makes his uh, makes his fire and brimstone all that much more powerful.
0: The other thing that Ken does, see, I listened to um, Ken show the unnamed church, and what Ken does, it's almost not not quite Paul Harvey, but Ken at times is the king of the pause. So when he's talking, instead of saying um, he's just letting it out there. He's thinking about what he's going to say next. And then he says it. So at times you're like, did I hit pause?
1: I like to refer to that as the pregnant pause because it makes you look like a pregnant woman walking down the street. You got to go oh, look over at it. I mean, you just got to look. And so that pregnant pause, when you're listening, you're driving down the street and and it just stops. You look at the radio like what just happened? (laughs) And then he starts again. If you ever want people to pay attention to what you're saying. Stop talking. Yeah. That's it. That's it. So this this uh, this close here I, I brought in for you because I love the way Ken approaches things in a unique manner, and Ken does stuff on his show that nobody else is going to do, and that's what makes Ken unique. <laughs> and that's what I I so encourage people to do that on their show. If you want to be unique, do something in your own way, define your style, and stick to it. And this right here defines Ken's style. This oh, I, is
4: the close close of his
1: episode.
0: I have not heard this, but I know what he's going to
4: do. I'm running down a dream, baby. Hey, don't forget to check out BlanchardOutdoors.com. It's a part of the Blanchard Media Group, my own little confab of stuff. Consider it. Thank you for it. If you can't, I understand. Believe me, I know. But if you can, you'll be helping a brother make his dream come true. The great Harriet Tubman said, Every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember, you have within you the strength the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. All right, this concludes another week of us being together. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me at blackmanwithagun.com and all my sites on blanchardmediagroup.com. Until next week, shalom, baby. And to all my brothers who have faithfully supported me through the Patreon page, thank you for doing so. I wouldn't have been able to sustain things the way I have without you. It's been a trying couple of years. Thank you, though. Thank you.
1: On for like another two and a half or three minutes, like oh, yeah. he does the whole song, he rocks it, <laughs> but only the way Ken can rock it.
0: Yeah, that's see, I was um, what was I listening to? I was listening to you today, Mister Johnson, on your last show. And <laughs> well, thank you. You're talking about the risk that people take, and how Oprah took the risk to be different. Yeah, and to stand out, and to sing on a podcast. I'm not doing it anytime soon. Uh, Exactly. I can carry a tune, but uh, I'm not doing it on my podcast.
1: Uh, So of the, I don't know how many you have now, 425 episodes of the School of Podcasting, how many times have you played your guitar? I've heard it once. How many times have you actually got it out and played it? Twice. Twice on 425 episodes. Yeah,
0: it's, 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 it's usually on special occasions, you know, like the 400th episode or something like that. Actually, the 400th episode, I... I played a track from a, a quote CD that I recorded a while ago. Yeah. And I forget when I did the other time might've been on a, it was, again, it was like a hundred show or 200 because people ask me, why don't you play your guitar? Why don't you make your own music for the stuff? And I'm like, cause it takes time and it's not about me. It's about you guys, but
1: yeah, uh, but it's a risk and that's what people remember. And that was what my episode was about this week is if you want to create a brand that gets noticed, you have to take risks. And some of them don't work, uh, you know, Vanilla Pepsi or Pepsi Clear, you know, it's like New Coke. Some, yeah, some of those don't work, but that's okay because people were. How many people are talking about the New Coke, and how much <laughs> you know? You got you got attention. Yeah. Um, and but some of them, when they do work, man, do they work? And yeah. and the 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 particular instance you were talking about with Oprah, you know, Oprah was at the top of her game. Her and Phil Donahue and uh, Sally Jesse Raphael were all doing a very similar show. That whole tabloid, right. my baby's mama sort of show. And she walked away from that whole thing when she was on top of her game to go create a show that she wanted to do with the Oprah's book club and and the whole thing and talk about her weight loss and, and be real. And people thought she was absolutely out of her mind, like walking away from this choice gig that she's got to go try something new. And by doing that, she just separated herself from everybody. And that's what Ken does. Ken, Ken's a black man with a gun. Like he's got a. <laughs> That takes some guts to step out and be that, and uh, it's amazing. So he's he's launching this new thing with the uh, with the outdoors, and uh, you know it still kind of ties into his gun theme, um, but it's about hunting and fishing, and he's going to have some great guests and stuff like that. and And uh, that's the dream he has. So if you if you'd like to help Ken out and back that, go check him out over there at uh, at uh, Black Man with a Gun Show. You can find a link to the Blanchard Media. Empire that he has created,
0: so this is where you like go fishing with an ak forty seven
1: yeah, we'll teach those fish <laughs>
0: well, the other thing I was just thinking that we might hit on since we're talking about intros, uh do you have any pet peeves? I know one of my pet peeves is people go, I'm gonna get music for my podcast, and was this you that said this? Maybe I listened to somebody that said this my because it, when they said it, I was like me too, and I get music for my show. And then I don't put any, like, voice over it. And you might like that music, but I don't want to sit through 25 seconds of the same song every week that's not, I mean, I like, like, when I think of Johnny Carson or some of the famous intros, but usually it's five, ten seconds of a song to get you pumped up and then the voiceover comes in and that drives me nuts when, like, you know, episode number 26 of the Binky and the Whiz show and then there's like a half a minute of music. And I'm like, what's the show about? And it's, and I'm like, okay, anytime now, can you let me know what's coming on? And it's like, ah, oh, that drives me be bonkers.
1: Yeah. an instrumental interlude makes no point at all. Now you should start the music and give it two or three, four or five seconds to set up right. and establish itself. And then your intro guy should come in like Johnny Carson did back in the day, Right? you know, and then Ed McMahon would right. come on. I mean, cause you'd hear those opening notes and you'd know what it was. And then Ed would start talking, um, putting, putting, if you're saying, Hey, welcome to the show. And now all of a sudden I have an instrumental bed for 30 seconds. What, what are we doing? Why am I sitting here for 30 seconds, anticipating what you're going to say? Uh, yeah, that I don't see a point in that. Get it, get right into it.
0: Do you have any, uh, intros <clears throat> that you can think of off the top of your head that are like really unique? I know I listen to, uh, a guy named is George Hraub, he does the Geologic podcast that has nothing to do with geology. His name is George. They call him <laughs> Geo, the Geologic. Okay. Um, and he starts off every show, and it goes back to one of your favorite topics with a story. Yeah. And it'll be like, so I went and saw this movie this weekend, and, you know, I was thinking it was going to be this, but it turned out it was this. And I couldn't believe, and then he'll always kind of wind it up with because you're kind of listening to the story and then all of a sudden he'll kind of throw a curveball and he'll say like and that's why episode number, you know, 330 of the geologic podcast starts now. And then in comes his intro music and it's super slick and it explains what it is and what clips to show. Uh any intros other ones that you can think of that are unique or
1: There are two intros that I love. Um one is Pat Flynn's intro. Mm-hmm. Because huh. Pat always does some sort of crazy <laughs> beatbox riff of some popular song or something. Uh you know, I don't know if he was in if he was in Glee Club or what he was, but it's always unique. And then he has his intro guy, yeah. intro the show. And then it's always some crazy thing you didn't know about Pat, which which mm. makes you know like and trust Pat. You know, <laughs> if here's a guy who used to do magic for little kids' birthday parties. You know, <laughs> that's Pat Flynn. <laughs> and he would come on and go, Yeah, I used to do that. Yeah. And yeah. so it it allows you to get to know Pat. So I love his intro for that. And then.
0: I tried I that. I, I actually t- I had like three episodes where I tried that. It's hard to come up with stuff about yourself that you can say in one sentence that is remotely interesting.
1: I'm going to do an episode about that because uh, I I read somewhere that back in the day, long before I got into podcasting, people used to write blogs every now and then about, hey, uh, you know, 15 things. About me, so you could get to know the individual a little bit, and mm. that it's gone by the wayside. nobody does that anymore and I thought, well, that'd be kind of a cool episode for me to do because there's so many interesting things about me that people don't know. Maybe a bonus episode of of the um, um podcast talent coach podcast that kind of just tells about me because I have crazy background I used to uh, I got my degree in architecture. I, I used to, I got into radio by being a DJ at a roller skating rink. You know, it's like, nice. it's, All it's, skate. uh, you know, I've met everybody from Ozzy Osbourne to Lady Gaga. Yeah. It's like, I've got, I, I ride a unicycle, things like that. <laughs> you do that? I do. Yeah, I do. And I can ride a unicycle. Do you juggle while
0: you're on that? I chance? can
1: I can juggle. I cannot juggle and ride the unicycle at the same time. So, uh, and I don't remember the show. I, I, I apologize Um, because you caught me off guard with this question. Um, but there was a particular podcast and I don't listen to it anymore. That's why I can't remember the name of it. Um, and that's one of my pet peeves is when people bring up stuff on their show and they go, Oh, that one guy, I don't remember. (laughs) And it's like, it's your show. You go find it. And I can't, I, I would go find it, but I have no idea where to look. The episode would start off and it would have a clip of the interview. Mm-hmm. It would have a clip. You know who it is. It's Jared Easley's podcast. I was going to say, is it Jared Easley? Because he does that. Yes. It is. It is Jared. And I haven't listened to Jared's podcast in ages. I'm sorry, Jared. I, I apologize. I'll go listen to a few episodes today. Um, it's Jared Easley's podcast. Starve he, the Doubts. Yes, yeah, Starve the Doubts. And he'll play a small clip of the interview at the very beginning, out of context, but interesting enough to make you wonder what that was about. And then he'll go into the intro of his show, and then later on during the The interview. You'll hear that clip later on. Yeah, and it's Jared. It's Jared Easley's podcast, Starved the Doubts. Yes, and when I listen,
0: I believe he then plays that same clip at the end. Like he'll play it again, which is interesting because the first time you heard it, you're kind of like, "I wonder what that is," and at the end, you're kind of like, "Yeah, that does okay." I get it's
1: it's the entire essence of the show of that of that episode. Yeah. Yeah, I like those two intros.
0: There you go. It wouldn't so, be a show if Dave didn't say, there you go.
1: There you go. Absolutely. There you go. So, and uh, uh, for those of you that are frequent listeners to the uh, podcast review show, uh, you know we always have technical difficulties on this show every single time, <laughs> time we record. And we did again today, yeah. just so you know. We, we've edited them out to make it sound good because there's only two of us and we can do that. We don't have a guest to worry about. But, yes, we've had the technical difficulties like we always do.
0: Yes, but speaking of having guests... That could be you. It could be you. That's right. <laughs> Your smiling voice right here on the show. Go out to. Uh, put- That's
1: right, ladies and gentlemen. Be <laughs> a guest on the show. Learn how to talk like us wacky DJ. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go out to podcastreviewshow.com. If you want to slap a uh, review me on the end of that as well, that'll work. But uh, you can find how to get reviewed out at our website. We've got the. The two different versions, some people might be a little intimidated to come on live. Maybe you're brand new to podcasting, but uh, I think that's the best way because it's almost like a consulting call with two consultants. But uh, if you're feeling a little shy, you don't have to. You can just say, hey, here's my show and we'll review it. kind of like a little bit like we did a little bit tonight with a a little wrap up with Tony, just a quick little dip in the pool there. But uh, we'd love to have you come on the show. It's out of podcastreviewshow.com. Eric, anything, uh, what's coming up on the podcast review sh- on the podcast review show <laughs> on the, uh, podcast talent coach show,
1: uh, podcast talent coach. Uh, we're talking a lot about, uh, storytelling like we normally do, uh, a little bit of branding here recently. If you want to catch up on a couple past episodes and, uh, uh you can find all of the shows over at podcast And, uh,
0: this week I'll be interviewing Rob Walsh, who's the VP of podcast relations over at Libsyn. And it was actually like two guys playing with a new toy. There's a new service called Ringer, R-A-N-G-R dot U.S. That allows you to use your iPhone at this point to create what's called a double ender. It records your side on your phone. It records their side on their phone. And then it magically in the cloud puts them together and emails it back to you. So, wow. So if you're somebody who's working with people who aren't that technical, it's an interesting service. brand new. Uh, it's not... Uh, free of bugs at this point but they were very honest about that said hey it's brand new you're going to find something but start playing with it. it's free right now too that's the other thing so you can't say well i want my money back because uh it's free <laughs> so that'll be out uh over at the school podcasting.com and uh as always we like to remind you that uh there's always room for improvement here at the uh, podcast review show and uh hope to hear your smiling face here eric any parting words as we head out the door
1: We would just love to see you on the show. Find us over at uh, podcastreviewshow.com and uh, get on the show soon. We'd love to help you improve your podcast this week.
0: Thank you much, and we'll see you again real soon with another episode of the Podcast Review Show. Hey, it's Dave. Thanks for sticking around here. Again, this is not the norm, but we've kind of got a time-sensitive issue here because this webinar is March 21st about Book Launch Secrets. It's myself and Thomas Umstadt, and then he's going to talk about this course. And it's going to basically go over everything you need to know about launching your book. And you'll learn proven principles and methods to help your next book or get your first book off the ground like a rocket. Thomas, the same way that I live and breathe podcasting, Thomas lives and breathes books. And then what's beautiful about it is his kind of mentor, James L. Rubart, it's kind of like getting Han Solo and Yoda at the same time. And the reason I think this is so important is this is the last time they're teaching this course. Now, the webinar you're signing up for. Absolutely free, and you're going to walk away with a lot of great ideas and an offer. We're not going to lie to you. They're going to talk to you and ask you to take this course. But there's so much value in just the free webinar. I wanted to let you know that it's going on, and it's happening very, very soon. March 21st. Look at the calendar. Yeah, that's like, holy cow, it's coming right up. All you have to do is go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash booklaunch. That's schoolofpodcasting.com slash book lunch. I can't wait to see you there.